Sometimes buying a bag of coffee can be super overwhelming. There are so many options and so many different brands to choose from. So guys, let me introduce you to C4 Coffee, the premier coffee shop and online retailer here in Christchurch, New Zealand. As a proud affiliate of C4 Coffee, I can personally attest to the deliciousness of their coffee blends and their incredible single origins. They genuinely have something for every coffee lover. Whether you are a fan of big, bold, dark roast, smooth medium roasts or those funky light blends or in your face funky single origins. C4 Coffee genuinely has it all. What I love most about the online shopping experience is that C4 Coffee have clearly labeled all their current offerings as good for espresso or filter that this bag is a dark, medium or light roasted coffee. It instantly fills you and me with confidence knowing that you are buying the right bag of coffee for your needs. But C4 Coffee isn't just about the coffee. They're also your one-stop shop for all things brew gear and coffee equipment. From high quality espresso machines to grinders and filter coffee makers, they have everything you need to make the perfect cup of coffee at home. So if you're in the Christchurch area, be sure to stop by C4 Coffee and taste and see for yourself why they are the go-to destination for coffee lovers. Trust me guys, you won't be disappointed. Well, hey there, all you beautiful coffee lovers and happy new year and welcome back to the Home Barista Podcast with me, your host, Sean, aka The Drumming Barista. Happy new year. Happy 2023. Crazy, 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 crazy that we're in another year. Uh, thank you so much for re-tuning in here to the Home Barista Podcast. I'm so honored and excited to have you back listening to my voice. I like that you enjoy hearing my voice, listening to my voice. Bit of a weird thing to say, but hey, you obviously do because you keep coming back to the podcast. for Not just because of my voice, but because of other good reasons, I would hope as well, the guests and the conversations. Anyway, we're rambling. 2023 is well and truly underway. I hope it has started off super well for all of you and I hope that it has been filled, of course, with beautiful coffee and cocktails so far. Those of you who've been with me for a while, you know that I love a good cocktail or two or three or maybe five, but hey, that's a conversation for another time. I'm kicking off the year with a fresh coffee break episode. For those of you who are new to the Home Barista podcast, these coffee break episodes are produced around one topic of conversation to do with coffee in any form and the coffee industry. They're in the ballpark of roughly about 15 to 30 minutes long as they are designed to be listened to at any time of the day you find yourself enjoying a coffee break. It's as simple as that. And in today's episode, I'm talking around a point of conversation that has been poking its head into a lot of conversations I found myself having with coffee roasters, cafe owners and baristas over the past, I'm going to say three months, but it's been a little bit longer, but more predominantly over the last three months. And I have two titles slash point slash questions for this episode um, because I didn't really know how to name it, but they are controversial but is the rise of home baristas killing cafes? That's the first one. The second one is, is the rise of better home coffee equipment slowly dwindling the excitement of grabbing a coffee at our local cafe? 
As I said, controversial topics, but ones I am actually quite excited to dive into. And I'm really hoping, as always, that they spark some future conversations around all of the above points, the two points. So to also help back up what I'm sharing throughout this episode, I reached out to a couple of trusted people within the industry to share their thoughts. Um, And one in particular that I've had a conversation around this topic with recently. Now, uh, some of them were kind enough to get back to me with their thoughts. Uh, Some of them were like, haven't really seen a change. And also some were like, I don't really know what to say. And there was also others that didn't get back to me. But hey, all good Uh, was probably my fault for messaging people over the Christmas period slash new year period. But anyway, before we dive in, I want to extend a big thank you to the group of incredible coffee people that I contacted that did share with me their thoughts for sharing what they did with me and for being open to entertain this topic and point of conversation. So without any further ado, let's get into the episode. Alrighty guys, so here we go. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit nervous to talk about this conversation and to bring this conversation to you guys. And I think possibly because I feel like I'm maybe part of the problem that I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, Maybe problem is the wrong word, but there is no denying that the surge of coffee content creators has shown people how easy it is to create good tasting coffee at home and how affordable coffee equipment is and how with time, trial and error, how achievable it is to create that so-called barista style cup of coffee at home or dare I say it at this current moment in time, personal opinion, an even better cup of barista style coffee than what you get at your local cafe. Through Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Vero and Twitter, 2020 saw a surge in coffee content creators and micro coffee influencers and those profiles are still coming. Some have made it to the big time, like I mean Instagram standard of big time, like hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, heaps of likes, your reels blow up every single time. Amen. I wish that would happen to me at some point in life. Maybe who knows it might happen. Some have made it to the standard and numbers they wanted. And some like me have by far exceeded any expectations they had when starting out. Now, with all that said, 2020 presented a gap for long form vertical tutorials that sparked a whole new marketing avenue for coffee that was being pressed into but never squeezed to see what type of juice would flow from it. Now I say long form vertical tutorials because in this day and age of like reels, YouTube shorts, TikTok, etc, etc, just social media as a whole, a, a 15 second video is now long form, which is mad. Thank you Gen Z. Anyway, So yeah, that's why I say long form vertical tutorials because they are like a 60 second video, which is usually what a lot of my reels are, is long form. Crazy. Anyway, the coffee legends that we all know and love, James Hoffman, Lance Hedrick, Kyle Roussel, Morgan Drinks Coffee, Daddy Got Coffee and many others moved their easygoing raw everyday content over to Instagram and once again spearheaded the online home barista coffee movement. And this leads me beautifully onto my first point of, is the rise of home baristas killing cafes? Now, in my opinion, yes. Why? Question mark. (laughs) Uh, Because 
It is easier now more than ever to learn and make better coffee at home, all with the help of people like myself and all the legends mentioned above. I also want to add in there some local people here in New Zealand. So uh, Jay, aka your local barista, um, the bro Ant, aka the Magic Roast, uh, home barista NZ on Instagram. Bro, I don't actually know your name. Apologies. I'll call you home barista NZ. We'll, we'll do that. Uh, Cass. Uh, or Kaz, Cass or Kaz, um, Hospo Bimbo, check out her podcast, incredible, uh, really cool person, and many other people. There's a lot of people here in New Zealand doing it at the moment. Uh, we've got Logan from Hammerstone Coffee, who every now and then uh, will chuck out a couple of brew recipes. Uh, we've got Joe from Chilled Out Coffee, who will do a heap of brew recipes. Um, Hannah, the current New Zealand barista champion who works for Coffee Tech. I can see for a little bit of email marketing recently and some more Instagram posts and other things like that, that there's going to be a bit more coming from her. So there's a lot of people doing it. And there's a lot of people showing the everyday person how easy it is to create beautiful, incredible coffee at home with the incredible coffee that we are blessed to be able to buy every single day. Now, one of the main reasons why I believe this to be true is that home coffee equipment, both espresso and filter, has leveled up tenfold over the past two years. Home espresso is more widely accessible thanks to big name home electronic brands like Breville and Sunbeam and lots of premium speciality coffee brands like Eureka Grinders, whom I love, by the way. Eureka, if you're listening, hi, I'm a huge fan and a big advocate for you here in New Zealand and I'd love to connect. Other brands are Rocket Espresso, La Mozocco, Malconic Grinders, Rancilio, Belicia, I think I'm saying that right, um, Escasso, Varia Grinders, Bianca Espresso, San Remo Espresso, Slayer, and many, many more. A couple of filter brands in there for you. We've got Hario, we've got Aeropress, we've got Aurea, we've got Origami, we've got Fellow, Goat Story, Mocha Master, Ratio Coffee, Tricolate, Delta Press, Kalida Way, <gasps> Breathe, and so many more. Like, it's just, there's so many brands and there's so many companies and products and ways that we can make incredible coffee at home. And the incredible thing is that I love that gets me excited and you can hear it in my voice right now is there's so many people around the world embracing it, embracing the beautiful coffee at home, the incredible accessories that are actually relatively cheap in the grand scheme of coffee and in the grand scheme of what you can buy you know, or like the uh, commercial stuff and uh, like that we see in our local cafe and the barista with the incredible gear and, you know, buy it because you can. <laughs> it's accessible and it's easy and just enjoy it. Enjoy coffee. Buy it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is. Get everything out of it for what it is. The money that you invest, why not use it? Use it. Now, these brands are bringing more affordable, as I said, very capable and beautiful may I add, looking coffee equipment in the market that looks super sexy on the bench at home and becomes a talking piece when you invite your friends around for brunch, lunch or dinner. For those of you like me that enjoy a nice coffee after your dinner every now and then. Now, I'm not sure what it's like in the rest of the world, but here in New Zealand, you can go into most homes and find either an espresso machine with a built-in grinder or separate grinder on the kitchen bench. Maybe even a Chemex somewhere, a V60, an Aeropress, a French press, or something similar in the cupboard paired with a bag of coffee 
or coffee subscription from either one of Ozone, Supreme, Flight Coffee, Toasted Coffee, Vanguard Coffee, Switch Espresso, C4 Coffee, and so on and so on. These roasters and many more make it so easy to enjoy beautiful coffee at home through their highly skilled staff members who are passionate about their craft and management, as in like the management of the companies that I mentioned, have spent time developing that person as a staff member. And it shows and it pays off when you go to the cafe and also when you buy yourself a bag of retail coffee. I would then continue to say, and I can say this, after having conversations with a handful of trusted people in the industry and say that due to the strains of the past couple of years and the looming recession, that training, care and attention has not been passed on to the workers of the cafes and current baristas. Not all of them, not all cafes, not all businesses, just frankly don't care. And this is where Joe Public, i.e. me now, are throwing their arms up and saying, if you're putting your prices up, I expect a better service. And I do a better beverage and just an all-round better experience. And if I don't receive that, quite frankly, I'm not going to pay for it. And the money that I'm going to save from not paying for that coffee or going to the local cafe, I'm actually going to use that to invest in better coffee and equipment at home because I'm a coffee lover. I drink coffee. It starts my day. It gets me through my day. It gets me through my work day. It gets me through my evening sometimes. It's my it's my comfort, you know, it's my place, it's my happy place. So, you know, if I'm going to go somewhere and it's not going to be that experience for me and I'm not going to feel happy and I'm not going to feel comforted, then sorry, you're not going to get my money. Sticky, I know, but you know, you got to, you have to think about these things with what we're coming up against at the moment. Okay. I just had to get that off my chest. It sounds very blunt, I know, but I'm talking from a place of being a customer who genuinely loves coffee, loves a cafe experience. And I honestly, hand on heart, I want to see cafe succeed in every sense of the word, not just here in New Zealand, but around the whole world. But things just need to be better, in my opinion. I will come clean as well, and I can count on one hand how many times each month I now buy a coffee from a cafe. It is frustrating for me. I love coffee. I love going to cafes. I love watching the barista when they are mid-rush and watching their flow. But over the past two years, I can honestly say eight times out of 10, I leave disappointed and underwhelmed. And on the very rare occasion, I have poured my coffee away down a drain because it is just unpalatable. And guys, I'm not making that up. That has actually happened like once or twice. Um, This is why now... I am more of a coffee snob than ever. And <laughs> I'm more than happy to say that. And I know what I just said may sound doom and gloom. And I was trying to think of a way to make it not sound so doom and gloom. But unfortunately, this is happening. And until cafe owners, staff members and current baristas realize this to be true, it will be like an espresso machine that hasn't been serviced in a long time. It is filling with dirt and grime and it will build and build and build until the only thing left for it is to die out and be thrown away. Man, I honestly hope that with the world reopening, this changes and we can get New Zealand cafes back to the standard that they once were. And so 
in this section of the podcast, I was hoping to bring you guys a load of different um, voice notes and some extra little bits that I was going to uh, hopefully be able to get from the uh, beautiful and incredible coffee lovers and cafe owners and roasters that I reached out to. But unfortunately, I didn't get as much um, feedback as I as I was hoping for. But hey, totally all good. Uh, thank you to those uh, that did actually come back and give me a couple of uh, insights into uh, what's been happening for you guys and I'll give you a quick few uh, snippets and rundown of what they said so the team at Rocket Coffee in Hamilton New Zealand uh, they turned around to me and said that they haven't seen a huge drop uh, within um, the cafes that they have and also uh, the cafes that they supply to but they've definitely seen a bigger rise of online retail sales and they also came through to say that it's not like home baristas killing cafes it's just the rise of more people working from home uh, more people working from home having more time as we've touched on so many times here on the home barista podcast just people working from home and having more time to enjoy beautiful coffee and spend more time working on their coffee skills and experience uh, one of the other ones that i had a fantastic conversation with over like a couple of days really was the incredible team at Toasted Coffee in Auckland. They gave me some really good insights. I won't share them with you because some of them were very personal to their business, but they were saying that yes, they've seen a they've seen a pretty decent drop in patrons coming through the door at their cafes, cafe or cafes. Um, and they've definitely seen a rise in online um, sales. They've also seen a drop in the quality of coffee uh, being served, being made, the quality of uh, baristas and staff as well uh, for them and for wholesale customers from just what they were saying. I'm happy to share that with you guys. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to know that it's not just me, little old me on the outside creating content around coffee who is noticing these things. Like it was quite reassuring for me to hear it from other people, from other sources and get their uh, thoughts and feedback on it. So I genuinely do hope, hand on heart, touch wood, that this really comes around and we can turn around, we can do a 180 and we can we we can get back to cafes pumping again and not as many cafes closing down because it's such a it's such a saddening thing to see. And yeah, it really does break my heart because cafes are such a epicenter of life and experiences and love and first dates and relationships and conversations and beginning friendships there's just so much that a cafe can bring and so much that a cup of coffee can also bring okay so on to the second section of this particular episode here on the home barista podcast I touched on it briefly in the last section, but the next point of call is, is the rise of better home coffee equipment slowly dwindling the excitement of grabbing a coffee at our local cafe? Once again, yes. Yes, it is. My answer to all of these questions and to all of the conversations with everybody is yes. A big yes. It's true. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Home coffee gear is becoming more and more accessible, not just in price, but also availability everywhere we go. Look at the surge of Breville and Sunbeam machines that we are bombarded with through social media ads, local department stores. Hello, Briscoes here in New Zealand, if you're listening. Love your shop, but man, it's time to switch it up a little bit. But Briscoes, you'll never shop better. And other electronic stores. 
These adverts that we see from those brands, so Breville, Sunbeam, and the likes of others, are fantastic as they talk to the problem, agitate, solve marketing framework. Now, with a little bit of paraphrasing here from myself for the first two sentences and then ending with Breville's hook for the Oracle touch on their website, the framework will go a little something like this. Are you struggling to afford your morning latte at your local cafe? Problem. Wishing you could make that barista-style coffee in the comfort of your own home, but not sure where to begin? Agitate. Introducing the Oracle Touch, the next-generation fully automatic espresso machine. Automated touchscreen operation simplifies how to make your favorite coffees in three easy steps, grind, brew, and milk. You can easily adjust the coffee strength, milk texture, or temperature to suit your taste. Then save it with your own unique name. Create up to eight personalized coffees. Solve. Nailed it, right? Breville makes it sound so easy. And they do that because they have innovated and made it easy to do with all of the automation Automation being the biggest word here. They've taken the beauty of a gorgeous Lama Zocco linear PB3 group head machine paired with a puck press and a Mifos grinder and put it into a home package. Mifos grinder not so much of course because the grinders inside the Breville machines are a conical burr grinder. You know, never come up to scratch but just go with me here on the marketing uh, speech. And this is why Breville will always be the leader in that space because they saw the gap, they listened, they innovated and filled it. And now with lots of friendly competition, they're still holding that. But the other companies around them are getting better and giving them a good run for their money. Side note, the Breville Oracle Touch and the other espresso machine that they do under the Oracle range is bloody brilliant, by the way. It's an absolute triumph of engineering. I know here in New Zealand, it will cost you $3,500 for the base model and $4,500 for the big boy model. But man, it is a fantastic machine and no other home coffee machines come close. Home coffee gear is fun. It's exciting and it is certainly dwindling the experience of going to a cafe when you can, dare I say it, make a better tasting coffee at home nowadays. I also want to touch on the filter coffee side of stuff as I know that was quite like espresso machine heavy, but you know, let's face it, most people or the everyday person like yourself who enjoys a beautiful cup of coffee will most likely uh, go down the espresso, the home espresso route. But let's let's take a let's take a couple of minutes to talk about some of the home uh, filter machines. So of course it's not a machine as such, but it is, I suppose. You've got the the AeroPress. Everybody knows and loves the AeroPress. If you don't have one, you've most likely seen it and you've most likely heard it and you've possibly seen someone using one or you've been to someone's house and they've made you a coffee using an AeroPress. Fantastic filter brewer. Saw the gap in the market once again, just like Breville. Made it, smashed it. Incredible. Incredible piece of engineering. So much so that it's got its own world championships, the AeroPress championships. Incredible. Makes a sensational cup of coffee. All of you who've been following me for a while will know that I love it and I use it and I personally tell so many people about it. Love the guys at AeroPress. Connect with them most days over social media. Can't wait to see where that relationship goes. And you've also got Hario V60 who took what is essentially a Mocha Master, a big American diner filter pot, brought it into the 
speciality scene, the speciality market for people like myself and people like you who enjoy an incredibly smooth, uh, bright, complex, delicious cup of filter coffee with the incredible coffee that we have at home. And then so on and so on and so on and so on and so on. There's all these different filter brands out there, but they all have their own little thing that they do differently like the hario is different to the origami dripper the origami dripper is different to the aurea dripper the aurea dripper is different to the kalita wave and so on and so on but they all come back to one thing and that is making coffee simple fun accessible easy delicious and just a bloody good time which is what i'm here for which is what the drumming barista and the home barista podcast community is here for so i'm waffling i don't really know how to end this episode there's a couple of ways that i could end it there's a few ideas i've got to end it but hey i've enjoyed bringing this to you guys um i would love to absolutely know your thoughts on this uh being a content creator myself a social media influencer Uh, somebody who brings coffee content to you on the masses every day am i also before i jump into what i'm saying cafe owners and roasters i want to also hear from you am i the problem (laughs) am i and many other people the problem as to why we are seeing numbers dying off a little bit let me know drop me a dm on instagram send me an email at the at gmail.com send me a comment whatever you need to do if you've got my number text me i want to hear from you i really do i want to understand what is happening in your world do you appreciate people like me are we a bit of a burden are we a bit of an annoyance at the moment and yeah let me know guys thank you so much for listening i'm going to end this episode right here i'm excited for 2023 the episodes that i've got coming up and as always please be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button, whatever it says on your platform, turn on notifications so that you can be notified of when the next episode of the Home Barista podcast drops. And in saying that, peace out and I'll see you guys in the next one.